The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. The Internet, the final frontier. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Boldly Going Nowhere, Season 6, Episode 9. Colin hates the new cardboard toys from Nintendo. A Taco Bell employee uh, beans his boss with a burrito. We discuss Finn piloting robots in the Black Panther fighting Gollum and another amusing round, an arousing round, of Twelfth Day. And, not to mention, we're in a brand new studio live in Frederick, Maryland. Totally go nowhere. It's pretty tight, Sean. It's pretty good. Really good. Yeah, it's really good. Squeeze it all in, (laughs) and it fit. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it fit. Hopefully, the way the way I put my pants on, it was a tight fit. You just had to squeeze in there, but you got it. Two legs at a time. (laughs) Extra baby powder. Yeah, hopefully it was. Yeah. It wasn't too much discomfort. Show. Talcum and some lube. So um, just get right in there. I don't know if anyone can tell the the uh, like the webcams. Uh, so we have, you know, this one over here. And, yeah. Oh, we oh we have Clayton. Clayton's here. Hi, Clayton's Clayton. Here. Yeah. Dude, it's Clay- It's a Clayton. Whoa. It's a it's a Clayton. Who let those kids in here? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Where are your parents? Where say, are my say, pants? Say the thing that oh, no, we no, were. T- I have pants. Can you say the thing that we were asking you to no. say? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty place. But, but hey, we got a new studio. <laughs> we got a new studio. <laughs> yes, we did. We did get a new studio. Uh, right. uh, thanks to New Spire Arts, uh, Castle Studios is actually now broadcasting out of the New Spire Arts building. And yep. uh, this will be our home uh, because we're teaching classes here. So mm-hmm. they were like, well, you, we have a space you guys can utilize. Why not you know, use it to its most efficient level and just you know, put your equipment here? And we're like, good. Now Sean can eat dinners at his table now. <laughs> I know. I, I yeah. I, are you are you are you excited I got about that? The, I got this uh, chalkboard. Uh, yep, I remember uh, this. table, mm-hmm. and I wrote. I had chalk, and I got it for Christmas. And so I uh, I wrote, uh, "Welcome back, table." My yeah. roommate came in, saw the table, and just con- <laughs> continued to laugh. He's like, "What?" <laughs> we get to eat off our table. How, what, what crazy idea is this? We I'm can like, actually play. I, was like, like, I figure we try something new for yeah. once. Mm-hmm. We can actually play board games on that table now, and we can like yeah. actually hang, like hang out. socialize on that table now. But uh, you know, honestly, we get business done at a business place, yep. right? You know. I'm just gonna be super pissed if you actually don't eat meals at that table, right? <laughs> With all the like all the t- no, no. I, I've been it. I've been eating a lot okay. of meals at that okay. table. Now I will say one thing, um, just because you know we're in a brand new studio and I absolutely you know love the place and it's a brand new start for us. But I do just want to say, Sean, thank you for having us in there for however many years it's been at this point. A lot. Um, it's you been know, a while. Good lord, because like we moved over from Applegate over to Jefferson, yeah, and that has been. That that has been the home of Castaway for however many years now, man. Three years. And it's, you know, while I love this place, it's it's kind of sad that we're not there anymore. Well, thank you, Brian. So, it's so been thank my you. pleasure. It's, 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 yeah, man. And um, we've had some really good times at that table. It, it was, yeah, it was, it was really, really neat. Um, also, you know, hats off to Zach for tolerating it. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, and tolerating, like, the dining room table not existing for. For something like done. three years, man. Thank, thank, uh, like we just have to thank I mean, your roommate yeah. for being so considerate. To yeah, our consi- business yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Boldly Going Nowhere. It's a podcast. You listen to it with your ears. Ears. Ears, podcast, listen. Yes. In that order. Yes. Anyway. Yes. So a couple things we want to talk about. So this is our first actual episode back from the holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to MAGFest, and that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got the t-shirt MAGFest. for free. Mm. It was it was good. I got the I got the mag flu and that was great. Oh, the, no, I'm sorry the mag the mag euro the neurovirus. It was, that, that it was, was fun. Yeah, no, it wasn't that was a just, good time. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was fun because that oh. literally went out on every channel. Like, if you have anything to do with <laughs> Magfest, it's just like, hey, by the way, just a heads up, um, there's a strain of norovirus going around. Watch your shit. <laughs> I did not get to attend the Magfest, but I did read about it in a yeah. magazine. Mm. Oh. Is that good for puns? Did that count? <laughs> 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. No, but I, I did hear about that the last day. Like You're good, you. I got home, and I got a text message telling me, it's like, hey, there was an outbreak of norovirus at MAGFest. I was like, oh. I was like, thank God I washed my hands as much as I did. That's not good. Jeez. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, a lot of stuff happened. Um but uh, I, I will say this much. Uh, one thing I'm going to talk about right away is uh, Nintendo. God knows we've been shitting on them for a while now. Not because, you know, we hate them, but, you know, it's they've made a lot of dumb business decisions. I, yes. I did just buy myself a brand new 3DS. Just letting y'all know. Yep. Like, yep. That, just, just so you know where our loyalties do lie. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we do love it's Nintendo It's a Super products. Nintendo one. You show, show it to the camera oh, yeah. one. It's freaking awesome because... Uh, it looks like a little ah, Super Nintendo, but does then it have I, a little, does it have a little, and it has got yeah. the purple buttons. Yep, it's got the purple buttons. However, <laughs> the theme I have on here is a, <laughs> I have Sega Genesis theme on here. Just, to piss, just <sighs> boy, to, that's sacrilege. Just to piss people off, man. <laughs> like right there, that's is, why I did it. You know, it. it's funny the it's day like, the day he showed me that he like flipped it over and showed me that it was a Sega Genesis theme, and I was just like, that's cool. It's like a that's, picture of Gandalf, and this is a. Uh, Star Trek, <laughs> right? No, and the thing is, like, he, he showed it to me, and then he, and then I was like, "Yeah, that's cool, dude." And then he looked at me all disappointed because he thought I was gonna blow up at that. I was just like, "You do, you are aware I was a Sega guy, right? When yeah. I was a kid, that that was my jam, right?" Shikan the Forever Man is still my favorite game. Word. So it's not Sega. insulting. <laughs> Sega. All right. But so Nintendo fairly recently launched uh, an announcement uh, about a new product they're putting on the market called Nintendo Labo. Nintendo or Labo or Nintendo yeah. Labo, which by the way, Labo, I, Labo. I, I I thought about it. I was like, is the name supposed to be like the Japanese pronunciation? Like it's supposed to be like Nintendo Lab, but they're just like Nintendo Labo. I, maybe uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, so what Nintendo Labo or Labo is? It's it's a, a series of do-it-yourself cardboard uh, implements that you can build and then attach to your Nintendo Switch to uh, do all sorts of activities. Yeah, and I believe I think in one kit it's uh, uh it's a piano, a house, mm-hmm. two RC cars. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the one kit is very much just like kind of. More smaller do-it-yourself kind of craft kits, mm-hmm. and then the and other then the one is like one, a robot fighting kit. Yeah, it's like an actual like it's like a backpack, and like it's built so you can move around like a mech, which I think is actually mm. kind of a cool idea. Really, you think it's a cool idea? I think it is. I just wish it wasn't made out of cardboard. Yeah, because I'm say, gonna break it. <laughs> yeah, when I'm I when I was first told about this, it. oh god, I'm when, I, wreck it. when I was first told about this, I was like, this is got to be the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't think it's. I don't. I. Don't, I. I. You know what? I. I. I appreciate the fact that they are trying to do different things. Yeah. 
because that's not Nintendo's. Nintendo's not big on implementing change. They just aren't. They never have been. They're the innovators of change, bro. No. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Dude, the Wii, you know? Yeah. The DS. Like, they are the kings of, you know, oh, yeah, coming when, out of left field. Right, like, when everyone was switching to CD. I mean, like, three, 3DS, like, it's 3D and it's, like, handheld. Yeah. And yeah. you don't need glasses and it looks like, it's nice. Nint- you know, like, I, I, I respectfully disagree, Colin, and I believe that, honestly, Nintendo is the king of pulling things like this where like not really yeah they are they're 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 the kings of people who they're they're the kings of hey we got this crazy idea that we're gonna just throw out there and see what sticks i i think i think i'm in like sort of like in the middle ground here because i think yes they're innovators of all these uh, technologies and they're really good at engineering things they just have a horrible supply and demand department that too, <laughs> yep. that that's what that's what I like in terms of like marketing doesn't doesn't lead up to yeah the actual logistics. The, the, they, the mar- their logistics are, are horrible. The, the the marketing's great, but like they they absolutely suck at supply and demand. I, I will agree with you on that. Yeah, because they're just like they put out that thing where it's like, hey, we have you know. We didn't know that that many people wanted an NES Classic. Really, we didn't run the numbers properly. I'm um, like, are you kidding me? Anyways, back on topic about the Nintendo Labo. Um, it's dumb. You think it's dumb? It's dumb, and I hate it. <laughs> I, I honestly think that this is um, a neat idea for somebody to do. Like, this is. Could so, could somebody show me pictures of this? Sure. Um, but here's the thing. I honestly think that play the video if you want. That way he can see what you're talking about. Okay. Cool. This is obviously not meant for me. This is meant for say like a. Like a crap okay. between a parent and their kid. You know, okay, this is another thing that bothered me. The ad campaign for this was like was like hit, like aimed towards, oh, this is a huge Nintendo decision. It's going to affect everybody who utilizes the Nintendo market, you know, our mm. entire... I mean, and then, you know, they play this out, and then when people who are like... Here, okay, so Sean, watch this. Okay, mm. I guess we'll just go to full screen. So it's in a factory, looks like, and uh, it's like a piece of cardboard. Yep. Multiple pieces of cardboard, everybody. And a lot of cardboard. With multiple options to do multiple different things because cardboard. Um, you fold it yourself. Nintendo Switch will tell It is weird. I guarantee um, you. So, so, so it it's like a cardboard piano, and oh, uh, that's gonna break. <laughs> okay, so we have the house. We've seen the fishing pole. There's the robot, and I guess some people are saying that's a drum pedal. I think that that's going to be more to use for like the a keyboard, car game. The keyboard, I think, is cool. Okay, that's neat. I don't know what that is, but... I don't either. That's dumb. It's like a man calling. 
and again. Yeah, I'm. I, oh god, I hate this music. This is like discounted music from a Coke commercial. This summer, like this summer, they're going to learn the meaning of family. You know, like that kind of music. The meaning of family. Drink Coca-Cola. Okay, see, the thing is, it's like, my biggest complaint with this entire procedure is that this is all made out of cardboard. Yeah. You know, and my, my biggest concern with this is that, okay, it's not going to last. I care. Yeah. No, no. Not only is it not going to last, it's like, oh, like the... the it looks like two-ply cardboard. I mean, it, it looks like the kind of stuff that, like, you get... You, you put a drink on, and all of a sudden, it's like just... Yeah. Like, the condensation from the drink is going to, like, destroy that cardboard. Exactly. But he, So here's my problem. The biggest com- like the biggest thing is... The been- Nintendo Yabo. <laughs> 420, everybody. Oh, my God, 420. I didn't even notice yeah. that. It's like cardboard, dude. Dude, it's like cardboard it out for your video games. Cardboard. Was Nintendo... The question is, was Nintendo high when they pitched this idea? <laughs> they probably used cardboard? I mean, here's, here's my thing. So... Sean, let me ask you a question. Okay. How much do you think these kits retail for? Just go ahead and give me just estimate. Uh, this is going to dictate whether I like it or not. Um, right, I'm go. thinking. I'm thinking they're going to be like, like ridiculously cheap. I'm thinking like. I'm thinking like ten dollars. <laughs> okay. You're adorable. Ten dollars. You are adorable. No, no. It's card. It's cardboard. All right. So like Sean, what? It, it, it's like a. It's like even not even a cent to make. Okay. So here's, here's you, what we're gonna do. Precious Sean. summer child. And, and, okay. So the one kit. So one kit. Which comes with the piano, the house, the motorcycle, the fishing rod. I was thinking, not. I mean, like just like per thing, ten dollars per sure, thing. Sure, sure, so, I get you. So I'm thinking, what, thirty bucks for for a kit? So the one kit with the five implements, the house, the piano, the drum pedal, and all that, that retails for. Are you ready? Nah, I'm sitting. It retails for sixty nine ninety nine. What the hell? It comes with the game, however. Again, we get that. That's. Okay, and also, then, you also, get one piece of plastic with some metal in it. Also, for the I, game, can I just say something real fast? Sure, four twenty sixty nine, love it. Uh, God damn it! Way wow. to go, Nintendo, man. Anyway, <laughs> um, Nintendo, has dude, mind, Nintendo, they know what's up. Xbox and like PS four, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah but know. so and you know the robot, you know the <laughs> robot kit that retails um, for eighty bucks. Yep. Uh, what? <laughs> Clayton, let's get your That's thoughts on this. That's way too much money for cardboard. I, I mean, it. Uh, it let me switch. It. It's Nintendo. I don't know, man. They're they're always trying to find ways to get people to actually interact with tangible reality, despite right. the, the escapism of playing their games. And uh, I think this is a, a a wild experiment. But then again, so was we, you know, and. Certainly, we wasn't a, a massive success, but it definitely had a a certain high point, and there mm-hmm. is a fan following for it. And I, I mean, I don't know. For me, it just uh, I, I think there are going to be the people that want to do it, and they're going to try it, and either it's going to take or it's not. And yeah, I just feel bad for the parents who buy these for their children, and then within the first five minutes, they've spilled shit on it. Now, well, it. I was now, actually going to give it a point to say uh, at least they know who their audience is because it's not like these kids are going to take these toys outside because they just stay in their mother's basement and right. play them well, inside. So it's not going to get caught in the kind rain. Kind of the ideal time for it, actually. So, yeah, but they'll spill their Mountain Dew on it, which will equally ruin it. Maybe. Gosh, I screwed, my, I screwed up my Labo. Gosh. 
Well, I'm just saying they're now, not doing. I don't. There's no like mention of a replacement program or anything like that. So they're I gonna was, have to share out another eighty dollars. I was actually gonna day. bring that up real fast because I was wondering if I, I'm gonna try and look it up. I'm probably gonna come up short, but like I would love to see what the warranty policy is going to be on this because God knows that they've got to have like yeah, some kind of warranty policy. I can tell you exactly what the warranty policy <laughs> is. It, you, you open the manual and it says warranty policy and underneath there's a picture of Shigeru Miyamoto and Reggie Fils and me just pointing and laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking <That's> adult. <laughs> Awada's ghost is just like... <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, maybe... This, Please understand. Maybe it's their attempts um, at trying to get younger or their, their demographic to treat things more carefully. Fair maybe. Enough. I dig it. That's uh, a Good point. Uh, perhaps they just got stoned and watched Science of Sleep and thought, "Let's make things in people's lives more like a Michelle Gondry film." You, I think, was that was that the one movie I, or I was it the other that. cardboard one? I can't remember. Uh, no, you showed us the trailer. I mean, uh, oh no, uh, Dave the cardboard made a castle. Maze. Dave made a maze. Dave, Dave made, a, made maze. a maze. I want to see that still, man. Well, you can you know spend eighty bucks and live it. I guess. <laughs> no, did he, uh, Gondry, did he do uh, Beacon Rewind? You did, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. one of my favorites. <laughs> so I think so good. what's going to be interesting to see is whether or not they actually release, like, you know, replacement kits, like $10 replacement kits for, like, a singular item as time goes on. Because, I mean, it's cardboard. How How hard is that to reproduce, you know? Like, I would imagine that there has to be some kind of middle ground where it's just like, okay, you have the game, you bought the set, and obviously something got done got fucked up, so now... You need to buy a replacement. Here's something for ten bucks. See, I personally would have gone with the idea of sell the game, put the you know put the ideas for the kits on the the prefabs for the kits online. That right. way, you can just I don't know spend five bucks on cardboard and then make them yourself. I, I smell an Etsy market. You know, just yeah, coming in and yeah. ooh, and Etsy. That is actually a very mm, good point. That'd be nice. Yeah, somebody get on that. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up, uh I'm so every so often I'll be, you know, scouring the internet for, you know, just a just a little taster of um things that have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, not even necessarily nerd news, but you know, things that, you know, might be funny to talk about on air, you know what I mean? Uh, like yeah, I think yeah. there have been times where we've talked about uh vending uh pizza vending machines on college campuses yep. or uh um uh, a goat. Uh, what was it? They uh, dressed McDonald's up like a uh, Burger King employees dressed up a uh, uh, Burger King like the, um, the ghost of McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was all pretty funny. But today I, I find a similar story, and I, I love just the, the the title alone was enough just to make me crack up. And that is angry Taco Bell employee accused of beaning boss with hot burrito. And. Of course, I'm just solid alliteration. I was going to say, whoever came up with that title was motivated. Mm-hmm. Extra, extra, read all about it. So apparently in South Carolina, because, you know, of course, South Carolina. Wow. <laughs> what? No, I live there. They, they are they are crazy. Yeah. Uh, so apparently at a Taco Bell in South Carolina, there was an employee who was, assu- who was upset after being assigned a morning shift. Apparently was so upset about it that he threw a hot burrito at his boss. <laughs> I mean, I've had some like bosses in the past that I would really feel comfortable throwing a hot burrito at them. I mean, I don't know what's more entertaining—the actual thought of you know imagining just watching a Taco Bell employee just whip a hot bean burrito at their boss and just. (laughs) (laughs) But no, here's the other thing: just the 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 article is making it sound better than it actually was. It's just like the incident happened on Monday after the supervisor allegedly told the employee to stop being a crybaby. 
right before she was beaned. Like, they're really hammering on, oh, it's a burrito. I'm going to use beaned instead it's of... It's a burrito. Ah. <laughs> Legumes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. The woman had turned away when melted cheese from the airborne burrito splattered her left arm, side, and leg, the police report states. Oh, my fucking God. No, no, it gets better. It gets better. The Where's police... my sour cream? <laughs> the police says the irate fast food worker didn't stop there. He also took off his headset, broke it on his knee, and stormed out. No arrests have been made, and the worker says there's been no further burrito casualties. He didn't ask if I want sauce. <laughs> that was actually in the I article. Did. Burrito casualties. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I didn't ask to be burritoed. <laughs> That's, uh, there well, is no God. I feel bad for, for the boss. Like, How bad is your day? Like, I got burritoed today. I'm picturing in the police station, they get the call. And I'm I'm picturing like Fincher's Seven and Morgan Freeman's on you know he's about to retire but he's got to take on one last case <laughs> and it's the burrito it's the burrito case eight one three eight one three we got a hot pursuit burrito <laughs> there's been a burritoing Danny Glover that I'm getting too old for this shit huh. yep they scheduled me for the damn it shift what huh. what kind of a damn it what kind of a world do we live in Morgan where people Freeman. can just burrito other people <laughs> I, can, I can imagine that Morgan Freeman just turning to Arlie Ermey just turning to Arlie Ermey and being let's, like let's are you script, asking Chad to reenact it like for us right? it's like are you fucking kidding me this can't be my last case <laughs> this is the dumbest shit I've ever heard I'm, in my life I'm going to McDonald's for breakfast <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> that, that breakfast isn't even that good. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. All right. You know what? If not Freeman, I'm recasting with Chide McBride because I've been watching yes. Human Target and yep. Pushing Daisies. I just love that guy's voice. And his he's delivery. also – he. have you ever seen Waiting? He's good. Oh, yeah. He's oh, great. Of course. Yeah. But, I mean, he's just – he's oh, – that guy's so good. <laughs> that guy's just so good. Oh, all right. Wait, was he a dishwasher? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. I mean, his line delivery alone. Oh, my God. So deadpan. When, when he's, like, talking, he's talking like to her. He's, feet tall, and he's just this very somber kind of. I, I love, like, yeah. his his react his reaction, like, him, um, or his, his line that he delivers when he's, like, trying to talk to, like, the angry uh, lady, and she, uh, angry server. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she's like, yeah, I would really like, it. I, you know, I could see you for a couple of sessions a week if you if you want. And then she's like, um, "Yeah, I would really like that. I, I really, I really would. But you know, also, I just want you to do your fucking job." <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> he's just okay. stormed out. <laughs> she storms out. He's just like, "All right." <laughs> oh my god! I do have clips from waiting. I, I know you do. Mm. Somewhere, I have awkward dinner. Oh, awkward dinner. That was that's that's a good one. No, but I'll play that after after um, after the break. Just, uh, okay, coming in so good. <laughs> Melted cheese from the airport burrito. <laughs> it's a slow mo. I can imagine that the <laughs> just like the I'm, exploding all over. It's like, <laughs> I'm just imagining like you know the uh, the, the, like the, just the report is just like I don't know. Like I, I can't. Was the manager like putting on like oh god this injustice happened to me? I can't believe it. I, you know what? It's because it, that's what it sounds like. It yeah. sounds like someone got. Because I mean, honestly, dude. Because I've worked in the back of a kitchen like that before, and if someone threw food at me like that, I'd be like, "The fuck are you doing?" Like, it wouldn't even be worth like calling the cops over. I mean, are you shitting me? Like, mm-hmm. so obviously someone was being a dick. Yeah. So, so next uh, up on the list, uh, we got trailers for movies that are coming out. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. 
first trailer mm. dropped today. Uh, I haven't seen the first one yet. You first, haven't? I have not. Well, I think... What like, I guess what I've seen and what drives me nuts is the teaser trailer about the trailer. Uh -huh. But I haven't seen the trailer, and it bothers me that we're getting teasers for trailers. Yeah. I don't know... Trailers for movies to tease us. You know, I don't know if this is well, the actual... Well, pretty soon we'll have, have the teaser for the teaser trailer we do. for the we, teaser trailer. We do. Trailer they, they come on television during football games where they're just like, and in about 20 minutes, we're going to have the teaser oh, trailer right. for okay. the thing. Oh, that was the teaser for the teaser of the teaser yeah. trailer. Uh, okay, now, okay, teaser. I... I okay. That much <laughs> teasing, I'm going to have to give a, you know, it's Hollywood bullying. Quit, quit, t quit tickling me, man. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Just, just, just do it. Just do um, it. It's <laughs> like, watch the movie. Watch the movie. Like I thought that you were talking about <laughs> like, like just like a teaser for the movie, but you're talking about the teaser. I'm talking about the teaser, teaser for the, for yeah, the trailer. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that noise. That's like, come on, man. Because I had an example ready and everything. I was just like, well, they they I mean, teased we Godzilla know back in the day. Too but. much, too soon, anyway, because <clears throat> people can't just let these guys make movies anymore. Right. We gotta have snuck, you know, set photos of this and that, and then we speculate out our asses for six months. Yeah. And then by the time they actually reveal the villain, we're like, I knew that six months ago. Right. Don't you miss when it was like you discovered the Penguin was going to be in Batman Returns because he's on the McDonald's novelty cup? Yep. That I, was exciting to me. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't know. I, I think and I know I'm going to be like this is like th this is one of the most hypocritical things I'll ever say. But like, you know, you have a lot of YouTube shows where they're just like, hey, we just got this teaser dropped. And like they talk about it for like an hour. Dude, I want to. And I like I do that, too. But at the same time, I mean, like, yeah, I was going to say that's, I, like, that's like 30 percent of what we do. I, I, I know. I real and I'm not trying to. Slag <laughs> no, on no, you you're guys. fine. I'm not trying to slag on that. <laughs> like, I'm on owning up, up to it, <laughs> you know, at the very least. <laughs> but I'm guilty of watching some of them sometimes. Right. Like, I love the Walt, what culture guys. But frankly, it's just. Those are conversations I think people should be having together, and it kills me that they're putting it out as content. And, and again, I'm not a I'm not a gamer guy. I grew up like with Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and all that. And right. I, I do enjoy gaming when I when I have the opportunity, but I don't like make it my thing. I right. go out of my way for it. And so um, things like Twitch blow my mind. I understand the appeal on a on a real like I got nothing else to do kind of mentality. Right. But I remember when it came time to play Nintendo, and I was always looking for two-player games for my brother and me so that we could both play right. instead of me just sitting there watching him play. Because that, to me, drove me out. And most people used to drive you out of your mind. But now people are legitimately tuning in right. to watch other people play the games they aren't playing or they are playing right. or whatever. Like my nephew's will go on YouTube to watch videos of other people playing Minecraft, so they go play Minecraft. And I'm just like, where, or, where did or, that come or from? Star StarCraft in, uh, in, in South Korea yeah. is <clears throat> it's like the Super Bowl. Over. Like, I do understand I that there are it's arguments crazy. about putting that, that, like, they're trying to turn gaming into something that could be in the actual Olympics. Like, a, like yeah. Yeah. That, that sort of stuff. Let me, let me give you sort of, that I don't makes think more, it should be in the Olympics, but... Right. Well, no, not the Olympics necessarily but like its I, own I, thing like but, it should be yeah. its own well can i give you a for instance sure because i don't necessarily watch twitch because i much prefer to like play video games and i've actually broadcast to it before but um there is one event i am keeping my eyes on which is the um overwatch league championships okay that's the one i was hearing about yeah because i play overwatch like a madman on ps4 and it's really cool because like you know i went to i went to pax east like a year ago and I got one of the t-shirts and I was talking to people about it and like oh wow all these franchises are going to come up and you can actually be on a team and if you're good enough you could be drafted to that. Sure. And 
that to me is exciting because like I love that game. I study that game. Oh no, I mean, and, and I, I know that people are are people gamble on it. People yeah. uh, legitimately are sponsored by mm-hmm. like actual companies and yeah. get branding recognitions so, and things like that. I they're mean, they're yeah. like race car drivers in mm-hmm. that regard, mm-hmm. and that's wild. And I I feel like if it's taken off to that degree, I really can't say anything on that. Right. But there is a part of me on on the sake. But of, like when you're just watching someone dick around in like you know, I mean, Minecraft, I yeah I get that. To me, it's also the that. equivalence of like. Hold on, hold on for a second. You're telling me that when these guys, you know, the coaches and the and the big ex athletes are sitting there and they look like they've pretty much just lived on a diet of Doritos and Mountain Dew and just said, "Well, this is what that athlete should have done. This is what he could have done." And it's like these guys train like if they get paid crazy money to pretty much dedicate their bodies, mind, soul, like literally their minds and bodies to this profession, this right. sport. And you 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 barely like you you go out of breath getting yourself out of bed and you're yelling about what they should have been doing, and then I'm just thinking to myself, oh, so now we're gonna have these Overwatch guys with no disrespect, but I imagine there's probably a large demo of them that probably also struggle to get out of bed and they're cheering on other guys who are struggling to get out of bed to wow. play Overwatch. We're cheering for our own. Here. I mean, it's it, it. Part of me is just watch. Yeah, to me, it almost. And again, I'm 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 overreaching here. No, I mean, but it's, I, I feel I see, like I, I, we we understand. I, I, I see can, your point. The yeah. parody in my head is basically I'm I'm watching the movie Wall. I'm watching the prequel to Wally. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Fair I mean, we're not we're at the all point living where we're, the prequel yeah. to Wally. Yeah. Well, this, I'm not just talking the environment. I'm talking the humans. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, oh, we know that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I mean, like, hold we, on. As soon as they invent Wait. those sweet hover chairs, I'm I'm done. Fake news. <laughs> Get it. Forget it. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> but as uh, far as like the movie stuff goes, uh, as you were saying with the YouTube videos and, and also the Twitch, the Twitch one really throws me because it's not just watching uh, them play the games like you're watching the screens of the game itself, but you're literally seeing a pic, like an image of the person playing the game or in some instances I gather like w- ins- women in lingerie playing video games. It's like – what. I mean, those exist. That looks like clickbait to me. Like, (laughs) congratulations, Clayton. It's the internet, right? (laughs) Well, anyway, the reason. So the reason I mention. So John Boyega is that's back to specific room. Yeah. Sorry. Now that we've alienated, alienated about ninety wow. percent of our audience, does anyone ever feel like it was probably awkward on set or like at home for the people that worked on those films for the family members? Like, so how's that Pacific Rim job going? <laughs> you having a good Pacific Rim job? Yep. How is, that, is that Pacific Rim job going to be any good? Yep. You can making good money on that Pacific yep. Rim job. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. But I'm. I'm <laughs> we we, we met a per- person on the Pacific butt. Rim job. What? <laughs> <laughs> we met we met a person on the Pacific Rim job. Yep. Specific, uh, Boy, that is true. Yeah. We we uh, yeah. Um. Did you ever play Portal? I've never played it. I've, I, I know of it though. Uh, it looks Ellen, cute. Yeah, looks uh, Ellen uh, Ellen McLean. She does the voice of the uh, the, uh, the voice of Glados. Okay. She was also the voice of the AI for the the uh, Jaeger robots, the big robots. Well, in, no, in I've, I've seen the Rim. first one. Yeah. Oh, you have seen the first one. Uh, Pacific Rim job, not of uh, Portal. That, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was referring You're to. Pacific Rim gonna, job. Never and not going to call it that. Yeah, you you do know that's the title of the episode, right? It's Pacific Rim job. Pacific Rim job. Yeah. Sorry. Thanks, Clayton. Ha- hashtag on Nintendo Yabos. <laughs> I need to present myself more. You want to write that down before you? Oh, I'm sorry. No, you do not. <laughs> You're fitting in quite well. You probably want. You probably want to type that down. 
<laughs> All right, I'll type it down in a second. Um, I'll type it. Yeah, you do it. Um, so, I mean, the thing is, so, Brian, have you been following this? Um, as best as I can. I mean, I haven't like been watching it like a hawk, but I've been paying attention to it. Hawks well, so, don't watch trailers. <laughs> well, so how I, do you know that? And why do you want to be a hawk when you can be a duck? Quack. Son of a quack. bitch. Quack. That, quack. I do love Really, you're movies. just going to let me quack by myself? Quack. Jesus. Never, no, it's too late. It's too, too late. late. You're did, like Estevez. You I'm just so, walked out on me. Oh, no. Right after Hans died. <laughs> Technically, he walked out before Hans died. No, he 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 walked out after Hans di- because no. it's the brother. Franz comes in in the third one. And no, that's no, 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 no. It was in one. Hans was their mentor. In two, they went to L.A. and F- Franz it was their was their mentor. Franz was in two. Yeah, and then and, and then the third one, Hans came back, but was on was was on his way out, and then died in the like that was like. The and that's when Estevez comes back in and it's like, yeah, you gotta trust this other guy. You know, God, you gotta so trust this third guy, you know, because I didn't wanna. I'm I didn't want to. Honestly, just doing this cameo so they'll fund my uh, directing debut. Yeah, it's so unfair. My brother makes way more money. Yeah, but he drinks Tiger Blood too. So. That also true. But um, so this movie, I, Brian, you have to remind me on this one. So is Pacific Rim Uprising the prequel to the original? Nope. No. Takes place several years later, and so is Charlie. Is uh, Charlie Hundall not in this movie? Or? I don't think he is. He is not, but Charlie Day is. That's cool. I do. I did love Charlie Day's character in the first movie. So, is the dude from Torchwood going to be back too? I, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Charlie Day is the only reprisal oh, of okay. this film. I could be wrong. Hmm. I also haven't seen the new trailer. So, well, you're in luck. Brian, pull that up for pull us up that beautiful bean footage. Oh. Pull it out. Just whip it out. Oh, just whip it out. out that trailer. <laughs> just whip, just oh, whip out. Guys, I gotta stop. Whip out that trailer. To, oh god. I am a professional. Mmm, uh. typing. Uh, Pacific uh. rum. Wait, why'd you write Pacific Rim job? <laughs> oh, there's an interesting turnout. Alright, here we go. Right, Ladies so. and gentlemen, the Pacific Rim Uprising trailer. Your father always said he wanted you to be a pilot. So that's supposed to be, uh... Oh, so is that... Yeah, that's, um... Idris Elba's son? Yeah, yep. He said a lot of things. Is Mako back? I'm not a hero like he was. The kaiju. They're gonna come back. I'm not gonna be stuck waiting for someone else to come save my ass. Oh, please don't let this turn into Transformers. It's gonna. Oh, God. It's gonna. You know it's gonna. Oh, that is one pissed off looking Tyrannosaurus. This is the way the world ends. How'd they get into our world? Someone let them in. Oh, he's back. Okay. Who is that? Definitely not one of ours. Let's do this. Yeah, he's got a lightsaber again. So now it's Jaeger versus Jaeger. Yeah, I think one of the things they were mentioning was that they might have. Oh, it, uh, Mako's back. We're gonna need more pilots. We have them. Oh, so now the Jaegers need three pilots now. There are pilots we remember as legends, but they didn't start out that way. They started out like us. 
This is our time to make a difference. My mental is anyone gives a real Starship Troopers vibe from this speech. Jaeger pilots, do you understand? Well, well if anything, you're supposed to get a Pacific Rim original vibe off that speech. I'm not really. Because that's what Andrew Selva more or less said. In the first so is Charlie Day just like on a rooftop half the time? Yeah, probably. Like. Yep, I live up here. Gonna be a long day. What do we do? We fight. Yeah, no shit. Oh. You know what this is reminding me of? I hate to admit, this is reminding me more of like a Transformers, Power Rangers, uh, Real Steel vibe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It's just... It... I mean, it definitely lacks the it, it, style like, of the original. And yeah. the oomph of it, too. Like, I remember seeing the trailer for the first one and just thinking, God damn, that looks awesome. Well, it's because the first one had a lot more angles that were like street angles that uh -huh. really made it feel like those things are, are real. Yeah. They could be right next to me. And it's like... I mean, well, not only that, but I mean... Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro yeah, I was going to say, is Guillermo too? directing yeah, yeah, yeah. this one, too? Okay. No, no, no. He did not direct this one. He opted out to do uh, The Shape mm. of Water. Okay. Good. Which is uh, really good. I haven't seen it yet. By mm. the way, um, I think part of it, like, because I was just thinking about it, like, honestly, that movie, the more I think about it, the first one does kind of remind me more of, like, Blade Runner than anything, just because of the aesthetic. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, I can kind of And it that. really works, and then this is just, like... Oh, it's bright and sunny and shiny and everything's great. So this is reminding you more of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. No, not Sorry. even that. I mean, I don't, Sorry. I don't mind. Dude, Jesus, I don't mind the fact that they opted to play in daylights. You know, so many CGI driven things try to hide in the shadows of darkness to make it more believable. It's just a, I don't know. Maybe the CGI isn't knocking my socks off. Maybe it's the camera angles. Maybe it's that could be it. Uh, yeah, I was maybe it's say. just the direction in general. But to be fair, I mean, even the first Pacific Rim was kind of a take it or leave it thing. There's mm -hmm. some people that thought the acting was stiff, to which I laugh because I think it was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, if if it's me if knowing Guillermo's style and his appreciation for tone, if he was trying to make a live action anime. Those performances were pitch perfect to right. what I recall seeing getting dubbed over and stuff, you know? Yeah, to be fair, I mean, even though I was just saying that, yeah, I don't I don't really like the look of it, you know, compared to the first one, I'm still going to go see it. If I saw the Power Rangers movie in theaters, I'm going to go see this. Sure. I mean, I'll, you know, I might go to the cheap seats or something. I'm yeah, sure. Right. stressing this. There's, there are a lot of other films I'd really like to see. Yeah. I don't know if this is a movie. I don't know. Just... I don't know if this is a movie I would go see at the Alamo, necessarily. Mm. Although, I would love to see what their pre-show is going to be like. Sure. Because, like, God knows what they're going to pull up for that. But I think what it comes down to is, again, take or leave the first one. But if you do take it, I think they set up a lot of really cool thematic um, continuities to, to consider into the second one. And I don't really see this trailer implying that uh, they're they're picking up any of those loose balls, as it were. The, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really going for nope. that. But nope. Mm -mm. Nope. Okay. Moving on from that. Um. I just mean to say... <laughs> no, I'm not... I'm sorry. I was tempted. Um, I just mean to say, for, for the prime example, uh, Charlie Day's character, by the end of the first one, it's implied that he has a actual connection, hive mind yeah, connection with Yeah, psychic with, with the kaiju. And... 
were that the case, I mean, you would think that that would play into it. I mean, perhaps that is playing into it. Perhaps he is the the one who's inadvertently, Maybe. whether he knows he's doing it or not, opened it so that they can return again but uh maybe he's yeah maybe he's the villain maybe he's the one who opened the rift back i feel like a fool because you know we really should be uh recording these speculations on youtube so people can watch it instead of having a conversation like we are i know it's hey everybody we just saw the trailer for pacific urim uprising and uh we have some thoughts (laughs) i mean to be fair job uprising (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i should stop (laughs) you know what's uprising my dick uh um, God, I suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should we should just do a pull quote game where we just take quotes from this podcast, <laughs> and like in six months, we just ask, "Did we say it, or did Trump tweet it?" Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we'll just have you know what's up, rising my dick. And we're like, oh man, that is a tough one. That is a tough call. I mean, it's possible Trump was talking no. about the Mexicans, but. Trick question, know. it was both. Oh, what the fuck? Damn it. <laughs> that phrasing, I mean, that phrasing was kind of close. So. Mm. Anyway. Uh, so, also, we have the Black Panther trailer, because Black Panther's out in mid-February? So wild. We're yeah. getting three Marvel films this year. I know. Oh. And, uh, and I then, like how all oh, of them God. line up to the premiere of Infinity War. From, from, from the first week of January, if you watch one movie per week. It leads up to the Affinity War. Release in May. That's cute. So yeah, I'm watching the third one. Well, I'm one week behind, so I'm watching the third one uh, tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So um, I went by the cinematic timeline. I don't know if uh, Clayton, if you could hand me my phone over there real quick. Uh, It's right behind you. No, it's behind. It's right right over there. It's right. Yeah, it's right there in the on the pile there. there. Can you pull up the Black Panther? That one has. I'll I'll lead, read you I'll read you the list real quick. Mm-hmm. But this is the cinematic timeline in in terms of the story. Not this a, is in not, terms of releases. This is not in terms of release date like everyone else is doing. So I uh, scoured like Marvel's website mm-hmm. and uh, kind of looked through and I typed it all down. So um, number one, well January uh, week week first week of January, Captain America the first Avenger. Mm-hmm. Then the following week is Iron Man. Then the Incredible Hulk. Then Iron Man two, then Thor, then Avengers, then Iron Man three, then Thor: The Dark World, then Captain America: Winter Soldier, and this is an interesting one: Guardians one, then Guardians two, mm. then uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, then Ant Man, then Captain America: Civil War, then Doctor Strange, then uh, Spider Man: Homecoming, Thor: Ragnarok, mm-hmm. Black Panther, and, and Avengers. And then Infinity, Infinity War, War, and then yeah. Ant Man and Wasp, which I'm excited for as yeah. well. Yes, I saw. I mean, but that's I, the, the leading up to Infinity, uh, Infinity War. So, I, I know is you it were the just, same director for Ant Man and Wasp as it was for Ant Man? I want. I don't think it is. I'm okay with that because I'm not saying he did a bad job. I think he did fine. But frankly, going in, well, you know, leading up to it, thinking it was going to be an Edgar Wright flick of all things, right. on a, on a cinematic visual level, it was definitely kind of a letdown yeah from what you have to imagine edgar wright would have turned it into even if it was the same script that we saw versus edgar wright's original script uh visually i'm sure it would have been just wildly more enticing Mm -hmm. it was fine it was just you know i'm excited to see somebody else play with those characters and and, uh what they can do and then we have 
DC at the end of the year trying to squeeze in Aquaman. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'll be there, but I know. Yeah, um, I, I, I know. I, I think I, I don't think you call him Aquaman. I call him Mir- Miller Light presents Aquaman or Bud Light. I mean, at, you know what? At Maybe this, Budweiser. At this point, Aquaman. If, if, he, if he fucking says dilly dilly in that movie, I'm gonna. I'm no <laughs> dilly dilly. Um, I'm trying to find out where the fucking actual trailer is. Just go back to those last couple ones. Because like, there's one that's like five minutes, and then there's one that's it's another the other like, one. It's like that one. This one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Hi, Andy Serkis. You're telling me that the king of a third world country runs around in a bulletproof cat suit. Uh, Why don't you ask him yourself? Because he's right outside. It's Gollum and Bilbo. <laughs> Bingo. My king. Stop it. The Black Panther lives. He's coming. Of course, Whitaker. Yeah, I'm calm. Is that what you're doing? Yep. I hope you're ready, bro. I'm just getting started. Let's have some fun. You show off. You know, when you see me getting to the chick, they just want to see me swimming in the door. Don't drown on ground with you. Now I'm going to be swimming in I want your weapons. Secrets. On the radar. It's all mine now. Is this your king? Ah! This ends today. That's going to kick so much ass in a film that is bound to piss Donald Trump off. Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, not I'm, I'm honestly <sighs> just surprised they went with Killmonger as the villain for this. Uh, I, I'm not as familiar with Black Panther as I'd like to be. Uh, there's definitely some reading I plan on doing before seeing the film. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I mean, it looks great. I, I, thought, I thought the original teaser really teed it up well. Mm-hmm. And I realized they have to release more to kind of keep drumming up attention. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited that they changed the music from the past two trailers they released. Because that, that one with the guy going, we own that, was just driving me up a wall. It was really, out of everything else, it was turning me off to it. But everything yeah. else, of course, you know, if, if, if that's my one gripe, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was getting really tired of hearing that guy's voice. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, Revolution will not be televised? That's great. Following up with We Own That 1,600 times in a trailer that's only a minute long? That's pretty annoying. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. I think we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to play a couple round. We're going to play a round of two update, and and we're going to discuss some things on the Fat Shack. Yes, sir. All right. We'll see. Sean, hit me with them sweet, sweet. What's the word? Greetings and salutations, und Mata and Vater. You want to support this podcast? Simply go to patreon.com slash castwavestudios, and you can do just that, und do megans. Help us in the best way possible, and you get und privileges to make your Freunde jealous. Schnell, schnell, 
go to untpatreon.com slash castwavestudios Well, hello. This is a commercial for castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. It is the best way to shop for anything on your wish list. Shopping through Cashwave Studios is the best way to help us without paying any extra. Remember, click the Amazon tab at castwavestudios.com. This is Casey Kasem saying grab your balls and reach for the stars. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Zach Patterson with Castwave Studios. And this is Sean Holmes. And we're here to plug our new movie podcast, Post Credit Podcast. Every episode, Sean, Rocky Diamond, and myself will hit you with movie news, discussion, and movie reviews. Yeah, we were uh, getting ready to watch a bunch of movies here, so so uh, I think we should start up with Batman v Superman, the director cut. No, Sean, why, no. I think it's no. a highly underrated movie. The, the under, no, Sean, no Batman v Superman in this house. Why, why, why not? I don't understand. Why not? Why, 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 yes. What's good about that movie? Nothing is good about that movie. The plot is all over the you place. You can find our Superman show at postcreditpodcastcastwaystudios.com. Jesse Just click the picture of PCP. Of as Lex Luthor, he shoves a Jolly Rancher in a dude's mouth. All right. Do you just want to watch Rogue One? Oh, hell yeah. I love Rogue One. Or those some uh, great advertisements. That we should record new ones. Yeah, yes, we really we do. <laughs> we really should. Because <laughs> Ro- Rocky hasn't been on a post-credit podcast in uh, quite some time. Oh, oh that, no. I hate, I hate to hear that. Oh, no. Yeah, he's busy. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, Brian, uh, I've, I've heard that you have some items that you'd like to share with us today. So let's, uh, let's take a jaunty left turn. And Sean... If you could unlatch the door and let us in uh, to the fat shack. I, I have to unlatch a door. He's got to find the key for it. Hold oh, on. We're getting yeah. into the fat shack. He's got to do the deadbolt and then turn the key. And I got to open up the door here. I'm sorry. Thank there you. we go. There we go. So on the fat shack today, Brian's got an assortment of items he wants us to try. So it's Brian, not. It's not. It's nothing too crazy. But fine. so let's. So tell us about what items you brought for us. Well, the first one I thought um, show and tell up here. Funny enough, these, this is something I found at work, um, and I just thought it was a really cool idea. And um, you can buy these at your grocery store. Scooby snacks, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, like actual fucking Scooby actual snacks? Actual motherfucking Scoo- Scooby snacks. Okay, so it doesn't say Scooby snacks on here. It says baked graham cracker sticks, and they're made of cinnamon. But, I mean, when you open it up. I mean, it's got Scooby-Doo's face on it. It's well, not only Scooby that, snacks. but, I mean, Scooby snack. All right, let's, uh, let's, let's. It looks like a fucking dog biscuit. <laughs> let's, let's try this. I'm just going to say, if this tastes like chilled liver, I'm going to be very cross oh, with Oh, God, you. no. Clayton? All right. Oh, who, wants a, who wants a Scooby Snack? I, I do. Let's, let's try them. There you go. And a telegram. Yeah. Yeah. But I just thought it was a really neat little package. Maybe. It's a Teddy Graham in the shape of a dog one. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's sort of like a mix between a Teddy Graham and like a ginger snack. Yeah. I'm so glad it tastes like this and not an actual dog treat. Uh. Oh, God. I would have. <laughs> We all know how much Brian loves the dog food flavor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
It's sweetie and meaty. Sweetie and meaty. It's sweet. That you do you do know you know it, you do know that's the, that's the secondary title for this episode, right? What Pacific Rim job hashtag? It's sweetie and meaty. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my God! Uh, <laughs> that, I'm typing that down. To a wider demo, huh? <laughs> oh, oh! It's just too good to. Pass I'm sorry. Out. I'm just. That's that's sweetie and sweetie. It's, I it's need sweetie your meaty. <laughs> actually, I want another. These are actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to swipe more at work. So the second thing, sweetie and meaty, mm. delicious. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so the next item that I have up for a review on the Fat Shack today is an item that was released on Martin Luther King Day this year, and I don't know how I feel about this because apparently this is a permanent addition to the Mountain Dew line, whereas Baja Blast is not, but whatever. Um, Mountain Dew Ice. Go ahead. You can have them. Okay, so you can tell have me, them. Brian, what's special about Mountain Dew Ice? Well, I believe that this is their answer to Sprite. 7-Up, um, any kind of like lemon lime, because Mountain Dew is more of a citrus-based soda, It's but it's not it's not a lemon-lime soda. However, this is. Mm-hmm. This is a lemon-lime drink, and I actually am going to you pour hold it up a little higher. like man. Perfect. See, I remember when you were telling me about this, you were thinking it was going to be more like a, a Crystal Pepsi situation. Yeah, that's what I thought at first, too. I was like, is it going to be like Mountain Dew, but like Crystal Mountain Dew? And that's not it at all. None for me, please. Okay. okay. Not a problem. All right. So, I mean, I don't know if this is going to be like a Sierra Mist type situation. I don't know if I'm going to want it either. I mean, I don't think it's going to be like Sierra Mist. Have you tried it? Um, for the sake of the show, no. Here. For the sake of the show, which means yes, I've tried it. Here you go. All right. Here you go. All right. Here we go. You want some more, Sean? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Would you like some more? Would you well, like? You know, it doesn't smell bad. Like, I mean, it. I mean, again, it's soda. How bad is it? Yeah. Like? Here you go. Here we go. Cheers. Skull. Interesting. So it's it's like Sprite, but a little more sweet, and it actually has caffeine. The question is, would you use it as a mixer? Yes. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Without question. Without question. Um, Mountain Dew Ice is a clear, refreshing, lemon-lime-flavored dew with a splash of real juice. That's literally what the description says. And I like to call bullshit. Do you think this is Mountain Dew hoping to push aside Red Bull for the mixtures? Possibly. Good one. You know what this tastes like? What's that? And I think they literally just put it in another bottle, and this will make sense as soon as you taste it. Sierra Mist. That's what I just said, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just Sierra Mist. I was really hoping you were going to go for something much longer in your description. So you're like, you know what this tastes I know, like? I'm pretty I, I sure like, they just put it in the like bottle. I like subverting expectations. Like, you're six years old, and you just <laughs> went outside, and it just stopped raining. But that nice, 
dewy wetness. <laughs> no, you okay, build it to the swing set, but there's still some moisture on there, so you have to wipe it dry, and then all of a sudden you realize that you're the only kid in the playground, and you feel really special because it's just there for you. And on top of that, you see a sun ray just come out of a cloud, and it's this happy little ray of sunshine, but all of a sudden it's overcast by even more rain coming in. But you're okay with that because you're sheltered. Here, here's what I'm thinking. In a bottle. <laughs> here's what I'm a thinking. A bottle of lemon lime. Here, here's the thing. I, I, I love I love those descriptions. But see, I'm disappointed by this. So it's like, you're 44. You're in a dead-end office job. You've got three mortgages <laughs> and, a no, and a nothing marriage. And you just spent $68 for cardboard to play your Wii. <laughs> <laughs> you go, so you, you go into the... Instead of buying milk and gas. <laughs> <laughs> you go into the kitchenette at your dead-end job. There's nothing in there but, you know, three-week-old, you know, cooked ramen and yeah. a bottle of, you know, a clear soda that says Mountain Dew Ice. You drink it and then realize life is meaningless. Your impulsive, your impulsive buying habits are getting in the way of you actually being able to sustain your own life. <laughs> oh Mountain man, do oh. ice. What was what? What was the name? What was the name? Mountain Dew Ice. <laughs> Mountain Dew Ice. It makes you question your own life. <laughs> this summer, Mountain Dew Ice. I'm not doing that. I can't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's okay. Mountain Dew Ice got dark. <laughs> hey man, at least it's not butt ice. Have, uh, you, ever had, have you ever had butt ice? I I've had natty ice. <laughs> oh god, it's like it's it's like the devil's taint of beer. Oh, it's awful. It is the worst. Hey, and now, not so, until you had natty ice. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it's or just beast ice. or like a Smirnoff ice. I mean, I don't know what it's it is. But you you add ice to the fucking label, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, cool! It's cheap and it sucks. It's the best Milwaukee has to offer. <laughs> Milwaukee's best. <laughs> they should have tried better. <laughs> is that empty? Yes. Uh, man. Oh. Yeah, ugh. Yeah, that, there, ugh. there's your review. Mountain Dew Ice. Ugh. Yeah, I think it's our... It's, it, 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 Mountain Dew Ice, Sierra Mist. It's I mean, growing on me a dude, little bit. Dude, no, no offense, it's not gonna be my. It's not going to be my go-to, but... It, I'm sorry, dude. When it comes to sugar water, your 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 standards are kind of low. That's not true. Featuring <laughs> Mountain Dew Ice, it's Sierra Mist. <laughs> now, I, I do have... I, I am opinionated, but... Eh, whatever. <laughs> oh no! I hurt your feelings. No, you didn't hurt my feelings. No, booby, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> Mountain Dew Ice, a lemon lime catastrophe. I'm I'm a little more adventurous <laughs> than just the regular soda. Color. Mountain Dew Ice, it ruins friendships. <laughs> <laughs> my feelings, my only weakness. How did you know? <laughs> Mountain Dew Ice. Do you remember Citra? <laughs> I'm I'm cold. <laughs> remember Fresca? It's worse. <laughs> no, it's not worse. No, there's no way it's worse than Fresca. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I love Fresca. <laughs> Well, it keeps it keeps uh, keeps the piano leg up <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> that's 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 Fresca. <laughs> okay, so I think we're gonna end tonight. Uh, we, do we have anything else besides to update? Uh, I, think I, think, I, think, I think that was it. All right. Well, then yeah. I I think we're gonna close out tonight with a good with a round of to update. So I actually like to have uh, Brian and Clayton play. Okay. Clayton, do you have Twitter? It does. Okay. So, Sean, if you could do me a favor, go wake up Diane. Oh, man. I just got to wake up everybody. Excuse me. I'm I'll, sorry. I'll be, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be right back. I just got to. Okay, Diane. 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 
She she doesn't hey, listen, know. listen guys I, I brought her right here. She um, she doesn't know where we're at cuz we're in a new studio. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah. You have to give her directions, Sean. Yeah, yeah. She she's here. She's here. She's okay. here. Or send us a tweet. Anyway. <laughs> Clayton, I see the look on your face. You're probably confused. So, <laughs> it's all right. So, you should be. <laughs> So here's what we're going to do. We're playing a game called Twupdate. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a hashtag to look up on Twitter. Okay. Uh, I want you... Basically, have you played Cards Against Humanity? Yes. Basically, I give you the hashtag. You find me the best example of that hashtag. Okay, but really quick, I just want to say that I just went to the search on Twitter, and it says uh, the Doomsday Clock changes the mythology of the Watchmen. Yes, I did see that, and I'm choosing to ignore it, because I like the Watchmen mythology as it is. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah, I see that, too. I know, I know, and that's a whole other episode we can talk about. Wait, why is... Hold on. Why is Murphy Brown trending? I don't know. What the fuck? (laughs) We don't have time for Murphy Brown. Oh, God, no. It's, oh, no. It's coming back God. to TV. <laughs> we don't anyway, have time. Hey, Murphy Brown was a great show. I don't know what you're it talking about. It was great. Anyway, okay. We always have time so for So start Brown. the rules over. I'm sorry. Okay so, I it's, okay. so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a Twitter hashtag, a trending uh-huh. Twitter hashtag. Yeah. You find me an example of what you think is the best response to that hashtag. Okay. All right. So we're going to go with... Okay. We're going to go with the Twitter hashtag. So it's hashtag, hashtag bad bargains with Satan. Hashtag bad, bargain, uh, bad bargains with Satan. Yeah. And so Clayton versus Brian, and then I'll take your answers. And Oh, I already got mine. Yeah. Groove it. Why do we get a new studio? <laughs> Why are we getting a new studio when we're doing the same shit I mean, we did is, is in the last one? We're doing the same shitty no, no, program. <laughs> you just, you just, but all this. I, I hate to just stop at the first thing I see. Oh, I do. No, no, no. You look, might have gotten the same one I got. No, here, here. You look, you look for your best. All right, I'll tell you what, Brian. Since you already have yours, I'll take yours. All right. So let's. See. <laughs> you know, I had to go with that. <laughs> you know, I had to go with you. that. <laughs> all right. So is this uh, is this the tweet or is okay? Yeah, here we go. Alright. <laughs> okay, so hashtag bad bargains with Satan, Ziggy at MRJFRI uh says you can ruin my character if it makes Aunt May all better. And it's a picture of um Mary Jane uh, and Peter uh negotiating with uh one of the many versions of Marvel's Satan. Yep. Basically I- saying, I want your love. I want your marriage. I, I your almost love. went there just because the comic book fan. Right, exactly. But I gotta say, this was kind of worth scrolling for. Okay, so that's Brian. So let's let's. Uh, you got mine is by at Charlie underscore CK fourteen. If anyone wants to find it, um, okay. Have fun with that and click on the photo when you get done reading. Okay. So what it says is. Yep. What it says is is when I was a kid, I said I wanted to be older with big boobs. Hashtag bad bargains with Satan. <laughs> what? That's, that's a winner. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, woof. Oh, what the, what the fuck, dude? That's a winner. Do we display that for... Oh, no, 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 no. Because no, no, okay. no, no, no. I think you guys have to put it on the cast wave. They uh, have to tweet that. You have to, I, I think you have to that's what we'll do. That. We'll, we'll, Sean, we'll, yeah. before you post that, think of the children. <laughs> I think you got to retweet that one. The children that watch it. First of all, children, why are you telling Sean? You're the social media manager, Brian. You're going to have to do it. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Ah.
wild. <laughs> All right, so Clayton's one up. So one nothing, Clayton. Next one, we are gonna go with. Oh, where was it? I saw it. Or send us a tweet. We're gonna go with hashtag. Where was I last seen? Hashtag. Where was I last seen? Okay, not a problem. Okay, so <laughs> where was I last seen? Yep, hashtag where was I last seen? Um, I'm okay. I don't, I don't think anything's coming up, to be honest. Nothing yeah. good? No, I mean, like, nothing. Oh, nothing. I got hashtag EarthChan and hashtag cocksucking. What? I don't know. It's fucking my, my Twitter. Okay, I'll tell you what. I, I don't see where was I last seen. It's Oh, here, just uh, easiest thing to do is just go to Top Trends. It's number seven. Strange that it wouldn't just come up in general. I, I, I oh, you got it different. Oh, there you go. Right okay. there. Yeah, my number seven is WWE NXT. Yeah, it went to eight. I just saw it. Okay, you got it. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay, so while they're doing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna double back to this discussion we were just having before we went into this. But so apparently, 20 years after its finality, Murphy Brown is actually returning to TV. Is it a full reboot, or is there any original cast? Uh, well, here, let's see. CBS has given a 13-episode order to Murphy Brown Revival, starring Candace Bergen. So, so she's so they're not rebooted. I guess it's just uh, Candace Bergen, who started in the title role from '88 to '98, will reprise her role as its 30th anniversary approaches. Murphy Brown returns to a world of cable news, social media, fake news, and a very difficult political and cultural climate. So they're basically so it's instead it's Murphy Brown trying to survive the news organization nowadays. Hmm. I like I like the premise. Oh yeah, no, that's a great idea. It's like newsroom meets you know. Oh dude, believe me, I I know I'm on board. Oh yeah, so am I. Oh no. I had mine, and then I lost it. There it is. Got it. All right. I cool. got mine. All right. So, Clayton, I'll let you go first since you're, you got yours ready. All right. Uh, this is by Justin with one, two, three, four, five, six ends and the kissing lips emoji. I'm sorry, but his hash or his uh, handle is at five for tw- tweeting. Yeah, five for tweeting. Um Just read it. Yeah, right? No, uh, it says hashtag where was I last seen? Uh, on the kiss cam, you bet I give these people a show. Let me see. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically a gif or jif, however you want to pronounce it, of uh, a kiss cam at a game. And there's a gentleman with, sitting next to a woman, and they put a little heart around the two of them. And they realize they're on the big... Uh, screen yeah. and the gentleman happens to lean to his opposite side where another gentleman is and the two gentlemen make out instead which is great yep that's that is, that is awesome. classic that's really good all right that one's gonna be hard to top but um mine comes from at lupin fan 83 l-u-p-i-n um where was i last seen trying to get my parents to bang <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh yeah, that's I got to give it the. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's I hate good. to. Admit, I. Uh, oh I think the Back to the Future one's gonna take it. 
I mean, for cultural references, that's that's pretty. No, good. I mean, but that one was so good too. I mean, either way, you should just you know make sure to tag everybody that we're. I, no, yeah, no, everyone's getting yeah, that everyone's. Runner, by the way. Um, well, that's a good one too. <laughs> that was that's a good At one too. At the exciting grocery store. <laughs> Oh man! So uh, let's see. Is there, we got tiebreaker. So yeah, it's one and one right now. So we do need a tiebreaker. Okay. And this so. is probably the most I've paid attention to Twitter, and I don't know how long. Nice. All right. So uh, we'll go with our la- uh, we'll go with a tiebreaker round. It's gonna be hashtag misheard lyrics. Hashtag misheard lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> I misspelled misheard lyrics and almost ended up with miss as in Mrs. Heard lyrics. I don't know who that might be, but nonetheless. Or send us a tweet. Um, I'll just go ahead and plug things right now. While yeah, go ahead and plug uh, stuff while we're waiting. Um, you can go to uh, castwaystudios.com uh, for all our shows. Uh, we're revamping the website fairly soon, so uh, feel free to uh, browse around there. Uh, if you have uh, any tweets you would like to send out, please send those out to at uh, Castway Studios. Uh, the person's going to be answering that is sitting right beside me. Hi. And he's going to be uh, answering the majority of those tweets. You can treat, tweet me at Sean L. Holmes. Uh, you tweet Brian at B. Massey1987. Uh, and Clayton, uh, I'm not sure if you have a Twitter. He, he uh, does. How do you, how, he's playing the game, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, you, you have to be signed in? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my Twitter handle is at ActorCSM. Cool. And uh, also, go to castwaystudios.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. Uh, we also have an indie go-go out for this studio. Notice everything is just... I just have this, this poster board here, and there's no like foam, so things might be a little echoey. Um, I want to, you know, put some foam on these walls, <laughs> replace some mics. All right, uh, I got mine. Maybe get some we headphones can, for Colin. And maybe maybe we can get a nail for the painting so it doesn't it doesn't be all crooked. Yeah, that'd there, be nice. There, there you go. Um, Help us buy nails. Help us buy nails. We <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got um, yours, Brian. Yep. All right, all right. I'm gonna go ahead yeah. and read yours. Okay, there so you. mine is from at Cindiana J. So Cindiana J tweets, as a kid, I used to very confidently sing, there's a bathroom on the right to CCR's Bad Moon Rising, and not a single person ever corrected me. Apparently, it made sense that bathrooms were bound to take your life. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I see a bathroom. There's a bathroom on the right. I see see a bathroom horizon. Yeah. There's a bathroom horizon. Yeah, that's that's I could see that. I could legit see that, and I, as a child, I could probably imagine myself singing that lyric. Mm-hmm. Mine is from uh, Claire underscore Dahlin, D A H L I N. For ages, my mom thought the lyrics to Margaritaville were wasting away in my gorilla suit. <laughs> 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 Place it away again in my girl's... Okay, yeah. Okay, that's good. (laughs) I'm going to have to give it to Jimmy Buffett lyrics. So, Clayton wins. Clayton wins. Clayton wins. He wins. Take it. This. God damn it, kids. Where are your parents?
Oh. The streetlights oh. are on. Go home. Yes. Goodbye. Anyway, so uh, that'll wrap everything up for uh, this episode of Boldly Going Nowhere. The very first Boldly Going Nowhere from a new studio. Oh, man. The first of many to come. And as Sean previously stated, if you're interested in listening to more of our material, you can go to www.castwaystudios.com. If you're interested in purchasing items on Amazon and you want to see a little scratch kicked our way, but at no extra cost to you, you can go to www.castwaystudios.com slash Amazon. For all your shopping needs. All those shopping needs. Clayton, we know you're an actor and we know you're on the road a lot. Are there any projects we should be upcoming looking forward to? Uh, I don't know when this is going to air necessarily. Tomorrow. Okay. Well, then uh, this Saturday, the 27th, uh, a film I worked on a couple years Go. Wow, it's been years now. Uh, long pitch. Anyway, a uh, film I worked on a little bit ago is having its festival debut at the Rosebud Film Festival in Washington, D.C. on the 27th to Saturday at 9.30. The film is called The Last of the Manson Girls. Uh, they do have a Facebook page. They are on IMDb. I think they have an actual website. Uh, and if you want to look that up based on the information given, feel free. Uh, and then early February, I'll be flying out to Nevada to attend the Damn Short Film Festival in Boulder City, uh, which looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So, Damn short. Uh, and that will be uh, for a screening of a short film I shot in L.A. called The Jacket. That seems to be doing pretty well on the festival circuit. Nice. Really proud of how that turned out. Nice. And uh, if people want to look up more about you and the projects you worked on, where can they go? I got a website, too. Uh, it is www.claytonstockermyers.com. And I'm also on the IMDb, also on the Facebook, also on the social medias. And just like I said with Twitter, the social media handles are uh, at ActorCSM. All right. Thank you so much, Clayton. Thank you. And if you are interested in science fiction, we are going to Farpoint, February 9th through February 11th Yep. in Hunt Valley, Maryland. Uh, Sean, Brian, and I will be there. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, should be a lot of fun. We we did it, we did it last year and we had a lot yep. of fun with it. Yeah, yeah it was it, it was a good time. Uh, I I really think in terms of conventions, uh, this is kind of my calling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like the one I really really like. That's you know what? That's fair. I can I can totally see that. I mean, it it's definitely like I'm among my brethren. It, it yes. I, I like it because it, it's smaller. It's a little more intimate. Yep. Timothy Zahn's going to be there again, I think. Tim Zahn. Yay. I'm like, yay, cool. So, you know, and it's just like they get good people there, and it just it seems more it, like. It feels friendlier. It feels like it feels like kind of like the extended haven. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it, feels, yeah. it feels very nice. I can see that. I yeah. mean, the only downside. That friendliness. Yeah, the only yeah. downside is that it's at the Horse Hotel. Oh God, the uh, the one that uh, yep. the first regeneration. But apparently they've they've uh, apparently uh, under new management. So hopefully that stuff's gone. Oh God, that place. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ugh, sorry. It's like oh, the no. Mountain Dew ice of places. <laughs> <laughs> mean it was like the other place. Yep. <laughs> well, on that note, until next time, I'm Colin Kakamas. I'm Sean Holmes. I'm Brian Massey. I'm Clayton Myers. And you've been boldly going nowhere. Sean, hit me with the outro. Uh, that's right here. It's One more time. <laughs> I, I, Harder. I'll, I'll, do it. I'll, I'll try. Just I'll try. do I'm it. Trying. I'm trying. There you go. Boldly going nowhere is a Castwave Studios production. For other shows and more, visit castwavestudios.com.
Wow, that sounded great.